0: There's a disease known as CIP that stands for cognitive insensitivity to pain. Sounds pretty good, right? I don't like pain. I doubt you do either. But people that have this disease rarely live past 25 years of age. And that's because without pain, they suffer unknowingly from infections, broken bones, or burns that go on without treatment. So pain can actually be our friend. And that's not just true physically but spiritually as well. And that is what we'll be talking about coming up next on Storming the Gates. Welcome to Storming the Gates, a podcast that celebrates the power of prayer. You will be inspired, equipped, and find strength for every battle you face. Hello, my friend, and welcome back to Storming the Gates, where we are on day 24 of A Harvest of Gratitude. We're going to be finishing out this week with gratitude in our hearts and lives. Well, today we are going to be looking at 1 John 1, verse 9, where the Bible says, If we confess our sins, He is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. And our prompt says, how has giving or receiving forgiveness changed you? Well, thinking of this brought me back to a time ever so long ago that I remember very clearly, but I doubt my sister does. (laughs) I was living in San Diego, California with my oldest sister, Karen, and we were enjoying drifting about on air mattresses in her large in-ground swimming pool. As we sipped our drinks and chatted, the conversation turned to a series of events which led to my sudden departure from Michigan to California. Piece by piece, I explained to my sister how I'd ended my relationship with a great guy even though it broke his heart, and all because I wanted to enjoy the bar and beach scene with my waitress friends from work. Well, today I cannot recall the details of what I shared concerning this breakup and my subsequent party life. And honestly, I'm glad I don't remember. But what I do remember is working very hard to convince my sister that I was not a bad person. And my sister was extremely understanding. However, that wasn't satisfying my need to explain my actions. I just continued talking and talking in circles, trying to justify all the pain and hurt I had caused this kind man as well as many other people in my life. And on and on I rambled while Karen soaked in the sun and patiently listened. She was fine with me, but the more I talked, the more I was not fine with me. I could not escape the sense that there was no good explanation for the way I'd acted and the way I'd treated people. I was trying to justify my behavior to myself, not my sister, Well, finally, after a bit, we toweled off and went down with the day. But the way I was feeling within just could not be wiped away. I wanted to believe that I was a good person somewhere, somehow. But there was this reality that I couldn't shake that said my actions were demonstrating something else. And it wasn't until a few short months later When I prayed to a God that I had previously rejected, that I finally understood with stunning clarity, oh, I am not a good person. I had looked for excuses for myself when what I really needed was to turn and face the selfishness and the darkness within me, acknowledge it existed, and ask God for forgiveness Forgiveness was the only cure for what ailed me. I opened my heart up to the forgiveness offered by Jesus' death. And at last, the terrible weight of guilt was removed. And freedom, I just felt so free when I quit hiding from the truth of who I was without the Holy Spirit's indwelling power. Now, who I am with the Holy Spirit's a whole nother story. But I'm talking about who I was without that Holy Spirit. How often we run from guilt and shame and our misdeeds. And I want to encourage you not to do that. Because this conviction of sin is a gift. Our self-preservation makes us recoil from the pain of seeing our flaws. But look at that. self preservation. The old self wants to live and get its way and do more damage. So let's quit preserving self. Just like recognizing our desperate need for forgiveness to become and later to survive and thrive as a believer, the pangs of self-examination will lead us to the cure. Forgiveness and how glorious it is that forgiveness cleanses us from the guilt and pain all our sin drags into our lives. I mean, we live in a fallen world with fallen people who need to know sometimes that maybe they're not good. We tend to want to pacify people when they're struggling. But the truth is we're deeply loved sinners in need of a savior who actually loved us enough to die for us Take that punishment so that that forgiveness and that weight is just one quick prayer away. So thank you. Thank you, Lord, that you forgive us. That by forgiving us, we have an opportunity to have a fresh start and a new life, and that we're not alone, but you send the Holy Spirit to give us the power to do the things and live the life that we truly want to live and to be the people that we truly want to be. You are so good to us, God. And if anyone out there has yet to receive that gift of salvation and forgiveness, I pray today that they would say, Lord, forgive me and come into my life and cleanse me and make me new. Hey, if you're that person who prayed that prayer, by all means, get a hold of me. I want to know. And I'll be back tomorrow for day 25 of A Harvest of Gratitude. Thank you once again for listening to Storming the Gates. Be sure to visit our website at stormingthegates.net. Check the show notes for links to items mentioned in today's show. We'll see you here again for the next episode of Storming the Gates, a podcast that celebrates the power of prayer.